Hello and welcome to the Holy Grail podcast. We are finally live, Parks. I'm sitting here. My name's Tom Dor. I'm sitting here with my best mate, Bailey Parker. And this is it. We're on. Oh, gee. Boy, am I excited, Tom. And you know why I'm excited? Tell me. Cricket's here. Cricket's here. Summer of cricket. Australian summer is back. And, I mean, it actually speaks volumes about how much we care about the Big Bash, to be honest, because cricket's been going for a while, but it feels like it's finally starting today. It is. This is this is day one. We've oh. been waiting. We've had a little bit on the back burner, but we'll get into all of that. We will get into all of that. What we will get into today is obviously test match starts. We've got the pink ball day night of India. We've got big questions. Who the hell opens the batting for Australia? Does the great white hope of Australian cricket Cam Green get a gig? Is his head okay? What's going to happen? Who'll do well? Which big boy of Test cricket? Will it be King Coley or Smith? Will lead their team to victory? We'll discuss all of it. Also, New Zealand have again trounced the West Indies by an innings and are now apparently as good as Australia, according to the ICC Test World Championship, despite opening the bowling with Colin de Granholm at the SCG Test last summer. The Big Bash rolls on with games every day that all just morph into one rainbow-coloured blur of something that resembles cricket. The AFL draft was last week, so we'll discuss what we took out of it, which, like everyone else, is probably very little. The NBA preseason has kicked off, which, as Parks has been telling me, Kyrie and KD are back to their best and will win the championship in a canter because, to use an AFL analogy, we all know that premierships are won based off NAB Cup form. And like every sports podcast in Australia at the moment, this episode is brought to you by the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, the highest technology on the market when it comes to shaving downstairs. No, of course not. But if some sponsors want to jump on board, get in early before the pod, the pod blows up. Thoughts, Parks? Oh, don't know where to go. Uh, yeah, no, very, very excited for, for today. Um, the podcast, first episode, uh, I mean, where else would you rather be, Tom? Um, it's, it's early morning on a, on a Thursday, beautiful Thursday morning. We thought it was going to be pissing down rain, but gee, the vibes are up. We're excited. We're, we're in a little bit of a makeshift studio at the moment. Um, we're currently sitting in my wardrobe. Uh, which doesn't seem all that flash, but bear with us, viewers. Uh, we're going to be all set up in a couple of weeks' time uh, and bringing you the best content that you've ever listened to. No no doubt about it. And and on that, we'd like to thank everyone for their, their ongoing support since the, the podcast has started up. It's absolutely blown up, and Tom and I cannot thank you enough for your support. Uh, if you have any suggestions, feedback, please feel free to DM the Insta handle at Holy Grail Podcast. Uh, we'll be replying to all our messages uh, and we'll take any sort of feedback we can. Um, and also, jump on Spotify and subscri- subscribe to the podcast. We love the do. support. And, and, Tom, I'm just so excited. Oh, same, mate, same. And look, so with that feedback, if you've got a suggestion for... You know, it might be a segment on the show that you think would fly. Look, we'll have a go. We'll give it a go. Um, And also, I think what we're going to do is we want to hear your sports questions or stories or anything that has to do with sport, with glory, with the, you know, the thrill Mm -hmm. of the chase. You want that win. Um, 
anything that's like that, send them in. We'll read them out. We'll discuss them. We'll have a bit of fun. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. First up, so, the cricket. The cricket. Who the hell opens, Parks? Well, as we speak, we have actually found out one one of the, the players who you can only assume uh, opens. The team hasn't been selected as we sit here today, but uh, Joe Burns will be playing uh, the first test, uh, which you can only assume at the at the top of the batting list. Um, and as much as I'm excited for cricket, I'm just not excited for that. <laughs> He's boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. Oh. <laughs> I know you're a oh, long man. time listener, but <laughs> <laughs> you're just boring, dude. You you got to do something more. It's, I know. I just how can you average six or less? It might even be less than that. He's made one score over 10 for the entire summer from the start of the Shield eight, ten weeks ago to now. He's made one score. And he's still getting a look in. Over 10, and he's still getting a look in. Mate, God, I don't know. Maybe we're all chance. Who knows? Oh. Maybe we are only a couple of scratchy ones and twos and fives away from opening the Test match. I'll tell you who Australia. I'd, I'd love to see. Tell me. Uh, it's a bit of a wild card, but... Shawnee Marsh open in the batting. I, I don't know. I just... Something about his technique. Just I know he doesn't do much, but his technique just... It's almost like a nurturing cuddle. Oh, it's just, it is. It's, it's so good. strong and just... Oh, I'm going to hit this. It's thick. Cutters. It's full face. Oh, and, and his on drive is just... Yeah. He's not scared of the, of the, the bouncer. He loves the pull shot. Uh, and he can hit you if you overpitch it. And it just, I don't know, there's something, you know, comfortable about it. Yeah, I but get yeah. We all know that um, it's going to be Davey Warner and it's going to be Will Pukowski. That's what we, that's, that, that, that's what the selectors want. I think that's probably what we all want. Yeah. I think it would have been a chance to, look, Burns is in terrible form. Marsh has been in some really good nick. It's one test match. I think he would have been, a, he could have been a really good little Sellies gap filler. Yeah. Oh, um, and just filled that gap. One down, one test match. Shake hands. Well done, Shawnee. And um, I th- just don't know if Joey Burns is the answer. But have you also seen that Matty Wade's going to open as well? Is he? Yeah. Oh, I have not seen that. Yeah. That's So, uh, probably another one of those Sellies gap filler. I think roles. so. I think so. And I think... So, Cam Green, if his head is right, Langer said he's in. Yeah. If his head's right, he's in. So he will bat six. So we were sort of talking earlier in the week that you push Wade up there again, just a bit of a gap filler for this test, see see what happens. Um, before the second test in, what would be Boxing Day, wouldn't it? Melbourne would be the yeah. next one. So uh-huh. just get through this Adelaide day-nighter. But it's, it's a big shift. I guess something is then that, you know, you keep Marnus at three, Smith at four, uh, Head at five, yeah. bring Green in at six, and then Payne. So it keeps it sort of yeah, steady through the middle. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, um, oh, don't get me wrong, Travis Head is in some impeccable form, and I'm excited to see Cameron Green at six there. Um, Timmy Payne, as we know, he's a little bit choppy with his, with his batting, but... Um, he, he can still hold a stick and he, he can still hold his spot mm-hmm. when it needed needs to come. Um, but, yeah, 
Steve Smith and Marnus Labashane need to fire for oh. this test. And I think it, I don't know, I feel like this is probably the biggest test that there's going to be because is this the only one Coley's Coley's going home after this. So Coley goes home uh, for the birth of his son, I believe. Um, is that, that correct? Oh, I don't know. I get reckon he'd... All of India would be definitely hoping it's a son. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, a kid will have the highest expectations of any child in the planet. Yeah, surely, surely he gets a beer at junior. Um, so I think that, yeah, Marnus and Smith really need to step up. Um, Joey Burns just needs to hold on a little bit longer. He's, he's always edgy. He's always nervous at first. Mm. I think the pink ball is going to throw him off a little bit early. Uh, and I'm nervous. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm nervous about, about that top order. And I'm just like, obviously we had we had the summer of Marnus mm. last year. Yeah. Just making tons for fun. Making, you know, big, big tons. 150s plus. Yeah. But if he's coming out at two for none um, against a pink ball, against Boomer and Shammy who are swinging it around corners... And if Marnus fails, then, whew, that, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how much Marnus is a fan of the old Boomerang angle in mm. on, on his bowling. So it's, a lot of people have said, uh, I wonder how Boomerang is so intimidating because he doesn't bowl it super quick. Mm. I mean, the Aussies face Mitchell Stark, Pat, Paddy Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, they all bowl it around the same, mm. you know, the 138, 139, like yep. mid-140s. Yeah. Um, why is it that Boomer is hard to face? And I think it's just that into the pitch angle in, and and I suppose the fact his run up is almost a little bit. He's just he's just weird. weird. He's yeah, just weird. It's and it, it's just that immediate pick up of pace yeah. and those last few steps and yeah. it just rockets into yeah. you. And yeah. I, I have noticed a few times that Marnus is he's good off his legs and stuff, but that angle in at mm. his ribs. Mm. Uh, he's not a massive fan of, and I think that'll get him nervous. Pink ball swinging, yeah. It, it's a, it's a nervous time for Australians in their in their cricket. Um, I think it is a little bit, as much as they're excited. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, if you're Marcus Harris, do you feel a bit ripped off? Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit. Oh, I'm a little stiff. bit. Made a couple of really good short scores in the Shield. Now, don't get me wrong, Shield cricket does not replicate into Australian cricket. Especially at Park 25 <laughs> against <laughs> the red against the Redbacks bowling a very attack. South Australian bowling attack. Look, they've got Frankie Pipes Worrell, but <laughs> if the ball's not doing much, it's it's pretty straight up and down. Um they're Weren't gonna all the pitches that all the shield, I thought all the shield games were were fairly Decent batting wickets. Oh, yeah, I think they're, they're, all, they're all good batting decks. Um, and being a bowler, um, you fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk out into the pitch and you go, stress, you're in for a long one today, boys. I'm going to bowl 30 overs, probably go for 100 runs and not going to see any sort of excitement whatsoever. But let's be honest, as Australians, you don't watch much shield cricket on one of the probably biggest diehard cricketers getting her, uh, cricket fans getting around and I'll still only switch on for half an hour here or maybe 20 minutes there. Yeah. You don't really watch it so you don't really care what it looks like. You mm. just like getting onto the Cricket Live app yeah. and seeing Head 100, T-Pain 
100. Cam Green, 100. Oh, oh you love Kukowski, it. Harris, 200s. Oh. It's just, it's, it makes you feel good. It does. It does. It makes um, you feel, like I said before, like it makes you feel safe. It does. And then, but there's also that little bit in the back of your mind, like, Phew. tell you what, pink ball, boomer, shammy, jeepers. I wouldn't want to be out there. <laughs> not a chance. That is them, not me. <laughs> um, what else? So Green seems like his head's gonna be right. Yep. And he's gonna get a he's gonna get a cap, which yep, that's exciting. We've got he's tall, he's good looking, he's blonde, he's pretty thick boy for a How twenty. Old is he? Oh, I think 20, he's twenty one. Twenty one, yes, yes. Yeah, he's younger, young, than, younger us. than us. That's um, and he bowls, bowls bouncy balls. He, he hits bowls the deck him. hard. I mean, bowls the heavy ball, heavier than 156 grams. <laughs> if you're bowling into the wicket yeah. on a uh, as a 200 centimeter giant, um, are you like, are you expecting the ball to just come through or ease through to the keeper? Fuck man, if I was 200 centimeters and bowling 140 quicks, I wouldn't be worrying about playing Australian cricket. I'd be out in fourth grade, <laughs> just hurting people. Just bouncing 13 girls like you were on the weekend parks. <laughs> I'm very good at that. <laughs> oh, and look, he looks good. Um, there was a video circling around Facebook of Kerry O'Keefe just losing his mind, just losing his shit, comparing it to pornographic material, his cover drive. <laughs> He's just like, nah, that's, that's, that's unsafe. <laughs> people under the age of 18 and it looked good it looked really really good yeah. um, so let's hope we see some uh, Cam Green back of a length getting past the outside edge and some good cover drives let's, let's hope that we see, see him um, dig in have a crack um, really really take it to the to the Indians because let's hope he's coming out you know that well, let's hope that he's coming out in the 160th over, but ideally, you know, 50, 60 overs, you get a few, over, like 10, 15 overs of facing that old ball, yeah. get yourself in a little bit, tease past, you've mm-hmm. still watched it a little bit, new yeah. ball comes out, yeah. life's starting to fade. Let's hope that he, he can get through that area. Yeah. Um, and if he does, and if he shows a bit of promise, I reckon at this test match, gee, we're in for one of... One of the best all-rounders, I reckon. Just Flintoff, Flintoff Stokes-esque. Oh. Oh. Gonna be, good. I'm excited. It's good. And I mean, he showed he showed he's got that um that temperament that yeah. bit of like go about him in that uh, warm up match that first one where he made that ton. No yeah. one else like everyone was struggling for runs. Yeah. Both sides and he stood up and made that. So yeah, yeah. including our mate Joey Burns. Oh, he's um he's in some good touch. Ah. <laughs> uh, Coley or Smith, who's going to be better? Who's going to lead the team to victory? I want to say Smith, but fuck, it's, it's hard to go past Coley. Coley's just... Who else do you, do you look for if you're an Indian when you're batting? You look for Coley and he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. All he's thinking about when he goes out in the middle of that pitch is how much India is relying on him. Yeah. Yeah, he, 100%. And if, but, I reckon if he comes out and they're one for 200, he's not that on the fire. No. It, I, his best moments are when he comes out. The, the, um, the T20, T20 International, <clears throat> the last one, um, one for none. 
uh, was it the, no who was the keeper uh, Rahul Rahul Carl Rahul he uh, gets a half tracker from Maxwell that came onto him a bit quick and smacked it down Smitty's throat at, at Kiao Kwan. Um and Coley came out and you could see him cool cool as a kitten yeah. running out he was just Loves oh, it. I'm, I'm ready for this oh, this is exactly what I'm born for and he what he made 80 80 something um and just the whole innings, the whole time, they were dropping like flies around him. Oh, that's all right. More pressure on me. I love it. And, uh-huh. and I think that that's, that's why if you're watching Test Cricket at the moment and you're watching India, like, sit there and watch Kohli bat because you're not going to see many people come past. I think like as him. much as we love to hate him, fuck, he's good. He's so good. He's good. He's so good. Um, he's just the way he comes out and just, can time ball and just take complete control of any situation like yeah. you're saying yeah. no matter what's happening around him he is he is actually a king yeah um, he is and he's going to be a huge loss so if Australia like if Australia can get this test match it's home and hose but oh, it's in the book if Coley and as Coley probably will if he can lead them to victory this first one then it's game on so like, he, he, he goes home but They've got that momentum. They've got blokes like Pajara. They've got match winners. Like, I don't know if Hardik Pandy is going to play this first one, but he could be in line to come in at some stage. Um, yeah. I haven't actually looked at the Indian team, but um, they've got Rishabh Pant on the sidelines as well. Like, they've got blokes who can... They've got match winners. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's big. We're looking forward to it. Very oh, yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. Um, last one on the... Test matches, test captaincy has been a sort of, yeah. it's been flying around a little bit. It's been, you know, yeah. the sort of weekly, uh, I don't know, buzzword, yeah. buzz topic, whatever yeah. you want to say. Yeah. Um, should Smith do it again? Should he have been given that captaincy there in those last couple of T20s when Finchie was out? Um, they gave yeah. it to Wade instead. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about it. What are your thoughts, Parks? Uh, well, my my opinion on it is uh, I don't think Smith should captain the test test side again uh, as long as there's a a decent predecessor mm. to Tim. Mm. Um, and for for me at this stage that's Paddy Cummins uh, being the vice captain. Um, and I'm a big uh, being being a bowler myself. I I definitely hate the idea that people have this image in their head that only batsmen can be captains and because you've, you've got to concentrate your bowl, on your bowling um, you've got to concentrate on so many things while you're trying to bowl uh, it's they're Australian cricketers like they've been doing this their whole life Paddy Cummins doesn't go out to bowl and every ball is stressing about where he's going to pitch it because he knows exactly what his game plan is he knows every time he walks at the bowl so is Matt, uh, Starkey Hazelwood they're all the same. Nath Lyon, they know exactly where they're going to bowl for each batsman because that's how they get wickets. Mm. And so that extra added stress of being captain, it doesn't affect bowlers. No. As much as if I went out to captain in my fourth grade side in Wollongong, <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to affect me a little bit because I'm a mediocre bowler. But... They're, they're literally, they do this for a living. They, they know how to do it. Um, and they're the best in the world for a reason. They are the best in the world for a reason. Um, and then on the topic of um, 
uh, Matty Wade captaining the the T20 side. Um, that one's a bit of a weird one. I feel like Smithy should have probably Smith taken the the reins there. Um, I I only say that because Wadey doesn't have any captaincy experience at an Australian level. No, he doesn't. And the other thing is, is he definitely going to play in the T Twenty World Cup? Yeah, yeah, that's know. another one. Possibly uh, not. I mean, um, it, it depends. Warner and Finchie are openers. Yeah. Does he bat three? Um, just before we get off the Paddy Cummins one, yeah. it was long thought that you couldn't be a wicketkeeper and captain either. Yeah. Um, but Gilly back in 2004 won a uh, led Australia. Punter must have been out um, for some reason for that test, but uh, that series. They went over to India and Gilly led him to a series victory in India, which oh, you win any test series away from home. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Um, and you've seen, well, MS Dhoni's done it for India for years and years and years. Tim Payne's come in and everyone's raving about him being, you know, the saviour of Australian cricket, like, picked him up yeah. at their darkest time. Yep. Like, I don't think it matters what role you play. I don't think you'd need a, you can only be captain if you bat three or four. Mm. Um, like, yeah, we had a fairly good run of them. Yep. There was, you know, Border, War, Ponting, Clark, Smith. Yeah. But, you know... If there's someone better to do the job, I sp- yeah, just I sp- just pick the best bloke. And I reckon that's Pat Cummins too. Oh, oh yeah, I think Pat Paddy Cummins um, encapsul- encapsulates the the love for cricket mm. that Australians just want to get around. Yeah. Like you turn on the, I I I do have to admit, I love Jossie Hazelwood, but mm. he for me he just goes through the motions when I'm watching. Um, Test cricket, it's just yeah. all the same, and so it should be. Yeah. But like, Paddy Cummins comes on at first change. Oh, here's something's yeah. gonna something's gonna happen here. Yeah, yeah. Like, he makes things happen. He's gonna he makes things happen, and you're just excited every time he bowls. He's a hundred and fifty percent effort every single time, yeah. and oh, gets me a little bit stiff. <laughs> I'm, I'm I excited. You. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> um, so. Going from cricket that we're really caring about to cricket that, look, as the great cricketer say, is just on. It's just, it's on. just on. It's there. The Big Bash. Uh, what have you learnt, Parks? Uh, that I, yeah, like I said earlier, that I don't really care about it until someone tells me the score and I see someone that, like, I, a Johnny Bairstow or something like that hits yeah. it. It's a ton. And, who's, and who's not actually... 50 balls. Who's, who's not, not actually playing. playing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a late um, um, You know, it, it's, a, it's on. It's on, he said. Um, it's been one or two things. I've taken a couple of notes. Uh, Frankie Pipes Worrell, Dan Worrell, made a rapid 50, batting at nine. That caught my eye. Um, was he nine? I thought it was 10. Oh, he might have been 10. I think it was I don't 10. know. He was... <laughs> they were in all sorts. They were 9 for 100, chasing 180. And Pipes Worrell nearly got him home. Oh, that just, was... Just giving him a whack. We and watched was... the... We watched the... Uh, the, the KO Mini. Uh, KO's a great sponsor of the, of Sh- the podcast. Shout out to KO. Shout out to KO. Um, <laughs> yeah, we watched the KO Mini the other day, didn't we, Tom? Yeah. And... Boy, oh boy. Pipes Worrell. Oh, he can hit us. He's, he's a ball. He's, and, he's give him a whack. And, and like field play, like his placement around the field, it was oh, it, impeccable uh, to watch, I thought. Greg Blewett, who uh, 
obviously Pipes is with the Redbacks yep. in the Shield in the one days. Greg yep. Blewett, our former opening bat, is their batting coach. He said Pipes batted twice in the entire preseason. So they've had a two to three month preseason. He's padded up twice. He comes out and then whacks that. Oh, where, bit of beating. Get him up. Where do you find me? Number four. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Dan Sims um, gave Benny Lachlan a lot of tap. Dan Sims can hit a long ball to, over Kia Corner. Yeah, well, it was just um, Benny Benny Lachlan had decided to open his bakery up later that night and was just cooking up some pies. Absolute full tosses on leg stump. Oh, I'm sorry, but you are paid to play cricket at the highest level and you decide to bowl full tosses at leg stump. How? I'm sorry, if Benny Lachlan is playing next week... <laughs> In fairness to him, he is the leading wicket taker of all time, but in the big bash. Someone someone give was, me a contract. That was not good. Um, oh. Punter was just losing his shit. He was just like, this is the most, most pathetic bowling slash fielding slash captain performance I've ever seen. How have they lost this? Oh, anyway. I mean, was, what was it? It was four sixes or three sixes at the end of that over? I think, I think it was four sixes off the over. Yeah, I think he finished with like three went six six six. Yeah, game yeah, over six in the first first ball, and then it went dot dot, and then six six six. And this is Dean <laughs> Sams, who look good player. Yeah, can can swing a bat, but like and and can bowl. I think that's yeah, where he... but it's not like he's, I don't know, it's not like he's a Glenn Maxwell or no, a, no. a Nicholas Puran. Look out for him at the Stars. He's a bit of a gun. Yeah, killed it for the Kings Eleven. Ah, uh, yeah, I was. Watching way too much um, IPL, IPL came in back in the day, but um, it's not like he was a genuine world class gun. Like nah. he is a decent, decent slogger, but yeah. Anyway, that oh, and then um, again the heat sucking in that same game. Jack Wildermuth though hit thirty one off eleven and took two for twenty, uh, three for twenty three or four, um, off the back of making a ton. For Australia, the night before, so he had a good like little twenty four hours there. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good. Three for twenty three. That's yeah, very good off four. Mm. So surely he's the best all rounder in Australia, and uh, comes in for Cam Green oh, today, mate. If Cam Green's <laughs> if Cam Green's head is even remotely uh, poor, I want to see Benny Lachlan inside. Um, <laughs> I think that he's just going to provide that extra spark in the bowling lineup, uh, and. Coldy won't dispatch him to Kia Corner six times in the over yes, instead yes. of three. Because I can tell you right now, King Coley would do what Daniel Sams did times five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So I guess we'll just keep on, keep on, keeping on. Oh, uh, the big so. bash will keep washing over us, and yeah. it'll. Well, does it take a stop? Surely it stops now while the test match is on. Surely it'll well, take a break. I, you'd have to think so. Um, oh, it's a day and then, but. And then they've got um, the they've got matches also they've got matches also the Boxing Day test. Mm. Mm. So I suppose they like day nine up. Yeah. Um, so we can just sit back on a belly full of uh, Christmas ham and turkey and oh, just yeah. watch cricket from oh, yeah. ten a.m. through to ten p.m. Yeah. And you know what? That's when the big bash is kind of good to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't. Don't necessarily look into uh, the the test match 
and I finished the day up and, and you don't usually go, yeah, I'm keen to watch more cricket, but those cricket lovers like us, Tom, we're, oh. we're going to be sitting there. Soak it all up. Soak it all up. Any chance we get, give it to me. Got any more on cricket? New Zealand? New Zealand? Just quickly. Um, God, the pitches are great. <laughs> <laughs> that looks that looks better than my backyard. Holy joy. I'll um, tell you what, I, and I... I water my backyard regularly. I, I give it a few little bits and pieces uh, with the, uh, you know, the little spray guns, yep, the, yep. the soil fertilizer, little I things. Um, I do, I do that back home. But um, yeah, they're, they're greener than my grass outside. And, and <laughs> somehow New Zealand is still managing to make like four hundred, four fifty yeah. in the first innings of that. Like, that's the one you just. As an Australian, you just want roads. You just want flat hmm. decks. If they've got a bit of bounce, that's fine because Starkey and Paddy Cummins, you just come in and bowl around people's throats. Yeah. But yeah. you see a bit of green tinge and it just makes you shake in your boots. That's scary. Oh, that's that scary. Is, um, and then Kane Williamson rolls out and makes 200. Like, God. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's the age-old tale. You, you play better at home. But, um, you, like, New Zealand... I just feel New Zealand just don't play well anywhere but New Zealand. And mm. I suppose so are those subcontinent um, teams. Most of them are, are very good at home, mm. um, struggle when they come to Australia or or go go to, I mean, the West Indies. And the poor old hapless West Indies. They, just, they, just, they were never going to stand a chance there. Nah. Um, their bowling attack, it op- opens with Jason Holder. Um, they're tall, they're quick, but they just don't do much with the ball. They're not consistent enough. They don't hit the right areas. Um, and and then you compare that to sorry, you compare that to like um, Southie and Bolt, who just yeah. come in and they're just swinging it around corners. Yeah, like yeah. they're just getting it to do at speed. Oh. At speed too. Um, Tim Southie is has uh, been pretty underrated most of his career, but yeah. he's probably one of the best, most consistent bowlers to to ever. Like those those dudes just around. they just rock up and they just do their thing like especially in um in New Zealand in they New just Zealand. rock up they do their thing they've been doing their thing for like probably a good twelve plus years now yeah. Yeah. and they just keep doing it keep doing it um but are they as good as Australia <laughs> surely not you you can't sit there and after beating the West Indies on like your homemade backyard <laughs> cricket pitch. And and say you're as good as Australia, but, but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got Kane Williamson, uh, Tommy Latham's playing some fairly good cricket at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's he's, I tell you what, I do like watching Tommy Latham. Uh, he's a fairly boring cricketer, but very technically sound for mm. a left-hander, and uh, a bit like Sean Marsh, just yep. safe. Yeah, you feel safe. Yeah, um, safe and solid. And then you've got your, they've got a fairly consistent bowling attack um, is Ferguson still playing for them Ferguson hasn't been getting a gig they've been going with uh, Michael Jemison <laughs> no big Kyle Jemison Kyle um, Jemison he's tall he's big <coughs> there's a lot of big players getting around now yep. I feel yep. like cricket's really going that way you just you see I reckon like Jason Holder's sort of the, the start of the like the big age yeah, it's almost yeah. like an age of cricket so you know yeah. We we went through the age where batsmen, like the batsmen that you picked, they were short, they were compact. You had your Ricky Pontings, you mm. had your Sachins. 
that was your prototype. Yeah. I feel like now you look for a cricketer, you just look for someone who's two plus and, and powerful. two meters plus. Powerful. And this kid, he's been doing pretty well, <clears throat> doing pretty well. So, look, maybe he could have done a bit in Australia, but he's just come on the scene. So yeah, no, you know, who knows? you know who I would hate. Like, there's a lot of I wouldn't want to face any international yeah career player as a batsman, but. The one that I would definitely not want to face is uh, Ferguson at the Wacker yep. when it was prime, like yes, pace. Like, and he got injured because he got injured after about <coughs> three overs, didn't he? He, did, he popped yep. his calf. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We never got to see Ferguson play no. over over in Western Australia, and um, yeah, okay, that'd be a scary experience. That'd yep. be like your Matty Wade. And Neil Wagner's just bowling consistent bounces to you, and you're just wearing them. You're but, just like, come on, hit but me. with but with an but extra with... ten or fifteen k's <laughs> yeah, on top of that, yeah. and probably the new rock. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna dear oh dear, it's gonna fucking hurt. Yeah. Uh, so, so cricket, we like it, we love it, we love it. We're it's excited. summertime. Woo, get about it. All right, uh, the AFL draft. AFL draft was last week. Um, did you take much out of it? I probably the only thing I took out of it that is Yamira Ugelhagen is the next next buddy Franklin mm, Jamara um, Jamara Ugelhagen Jamara same thing as well. <laughs> um, hundred ninety four centimeters, eighty four kilos. It just raking, I don't know. raking left foot they say too. Yeah, like, yeah, beautiful left foot, good contested mark. I watched a few highlights. Yeah, um, could be a could be a pretty good scar uh, star. He's he's got to fill out a little bit, obviously, but um. I think pretty exciting times for the Western Bulldogs. They've got him and um, Josh Bruce down there, and and it's then Bonds. I reckon Bonds will probably play play deep quite a bit this year. We we're talking yeah. about it last night off air, and um, we're saying Bonds will play deep. Um, and then you've got with that stacked midfield they've got. They've got their Dunkley, McRae, Trelaw, Smith, Smith, Libba. Um, I love watching Bailey Smith. Oh, God, he's good. <laughs> God, he just, he's so aesthetically I have, pleasing. I have a, I have he's a, a sexy man. I have a man crush on him. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, nah, he he's, does good things. Does yep. good things. Um, so dogs might go all right. Dogs will be good to watch. Dogs will be really good to watch. Um, yeah, I. it scares me looking at these because Yamira is, uh, he's 194 centimetres, so he's yep. slightly taller than me. Um, I'm 191 thereabouts. Um, and I'm definitely not 84 kilos, and <laughs> I'd like to say I'm probably in the prime of my footy career, which is still South Coast footy. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not nearly where they're at. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> that makes me think I'm a bit worried about my weight. <laughs> 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 these kids hey, are look, hey, these look. kids are a couple of years younger than me. And they're tearing nah, up. Yeah, they're, they're sticks. They are oh, sticks. I was looking at them, looking at the Giants recruits, and they look like a bunch of sixteen year olds. They'll be great footballers. They will be a million times better than I will ever few, be. Few jabs from the docks. But there, I tell you, be right. They are little. They are little. Yeah, mate. Here's a protein shake. Stay um, on some weight. Just one thing I picked up from it was there was a lot of kids getting picked up out of the waffle and the sandful. Yeah. Um, Obviously, playing a year of seniors um, in that sort of top state league, um, the Victorian leagues, like Victorian players, didn't get going. So I, I feel like often you'll go through and you'll be like, "There's a lot of kids coming out of the Tap Cup or yeah. whatever it is, the NAB Cup or whatever." I think is it still the, the under 18s. It's, it's yeah, yeah, the under 18s comp. Um, 
but there was I felt like there was a lot more out of the sand for in the um waffle. So whether they are more ready made senior footy players, whether they can come in and make an impact in that first second year, um, yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, it's uh, it would be interesting to see one that I'm really excited about. Um, a boy from Madonga, uh, Elijah Hollands. Uh, going to the Gold Coast, uh, he's a medium forward slash midfielder. They say 189 centimeters, 80 kilos. Man, he, him, and uh, Matty Rao are going to be exciting in that in that midfield. Exciting times for the Gold Coast. What are you about time? Too. Shit, I hope they can hold on to this crop of young blokes. Yeah, like it'll be hard because we've seen we've seen GWS pick up all of these guns and then really struggle to hold on to them. Yeah, but they've got. Uh, those two they've got uh, that King um, they've got Lukosius they've got yep. who's Matty Rial's best mate um, Noah Anderson they've got this crop of young kids if they can hold on to them oh, like they could be really really excited to watch I, the next I, little bit I actually uh, there's two teams that I actually really do want to watch next year and uh, good mates of ours Dill Buckley and Daniel Gorange will uh, we'll love this, but I'm really excited to watch Carlton and Gold Coast. Carlton, Carlton just excite me for some reason. Um, I mean, they've picked up a couple of picked up Zach Williams, Saad, um, Saad two very speedy halfbacks. Yeah. Um, spread spread that uh, play of the ball. Uh, tell, tell you what, Essendon. I'm a big fan of, of Essendon. I'm a Sydney Swans boy, but Essendon's always been at heart with my old man, and. Um, Adam Saad was just electric to watch there, mm. and oh, yeah. Essendon Essendon just didn't provide the the goods for for him um, up forward. But I tell you what, I'm excited to watch him at, at Carlton. Cripper uh, yeah. just run off half running through yeah. people in yeah. the midfield. Um, Absolutely, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, my boys Port. Oh, I reckon they're looking good. Port Adelaide Power. Um, Port, Port, and Port. I tell you why, like. On the field, they had a good team. They picked up a Rajo. They picked up a Lira Lear, who I reckon can Lira sort of... Lear is... I'm sorry. A Lira Lear is an elite pickup for Port mm. Adelaide. And I'm a little bit off Sydney for letting mm. him go. Because I thought that they'd, do, they'd done a lot of work developing him into yeah. a fairly consistent backman that yeah. you could rely on. He's that key back. Yeah. And then just went, oh, see you later. Port just... This year, they were probably just that little bit undersized down back. Yep. He adds to that. And I tell you also why I'm excited and why I reckon they look good. Yeah. Because they've got KFC on their back. Uh. <laughs> Port's got a new major sponsor, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And God, it excites me. I just want to, I'm actually going to go out and buy a footy Guernsey just because it has KFC I thought you were going to say you're going to go out and buy a Zinger box and that's well, standard. But. Yeah, well, that too. Uh, and we do love KFC here at the the Holy Grail podcast. They're, um, they're so, a major, uh, major friend of ours. Well, but. and look, if they want to flick some money, then that would be lovely. Oh, um, but I'd buy Zinger boxes again. But with KFC, like top of the Guernsey on the back, it just it looks crisp. They've got other red sponsors. The Guernseys are just looking good. Um, Hamish Hartlett did a promo I, with. I was going to ask. Yeah, banging the drum. Banging the drum. Banging the, the bucket The hat. KFC bucket. Um, and then Koshi and Kenny Hinkley jumped in a car and rolled around, went through the Colonel drive through paid homage to the Colonel, and just dropping things. What's the catch line? Um, the KFC one? Finger looking good. Yeah, I don't know. They were just dropping, like dropping those. <laughs> someone say KFC. Oh, someone say All KFC. the time. And it was exciting. And yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. 
That's good. Uh, another another exciting, um, exciting. Oh, um. Dick young boy and far out. He hits hard. Yeah, like he was playing. He was one of those kids who was playing Sandful all this year, and um, looks good. I'm excited about him. He's that sort of tough. I think he's just sort of tough half back. Yep. Um. I guess blokes like Hamish Hartlett and these sort of ones have probably come to the back end of their career. So you get, I don't know. He just he excited me. Yeah, that sort of mid-sized defender. That that loss of Brad Ebert is yep. um you're probably looking for that like mm. in between kind of uh, it's pretty much what Brad was. He yep. was a in between like could could go midfield, yep. played down back, was locked down, yep. and just attacked the ball, yep. attacked the bloke, and I tell you what, I wouldn't want to play on him. No. Uh, no. So there's only or, there's only one bloke on in the AFL I'd like to play on. That's uh probably Dill Buckley. Because <laughs> we'll be playing twos the whole time. <laughs> or threes. Or threes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, much else in the AFL? Oh, one thing, and I think this is probably where AFL probably needs to. This is how they're going to branch out to like their American viewers and, and international viewers. Uh, is AFL X coming back? Oh, surely, surely I, it was the greatest spectacle on the planet. I just, I just want to see Kristen Petrarca come out with his Nike sponsorship. Like he's, he's one of those Nike athletes. I just want him to come out dressed like Russell Westbrook, just yeah. wearing like a, a jacket, like a suit jacket, and nothing else. Just seeing his like Alex, Alex Rance rolling in. With the huge headphones on, like one of those electric skateboards, yeah, yeah. with his full tux, like, yeah. and I would love to see even like someone like rock up, like wearing like a Khabib Nurmagomedov, of like the big Russian fluffy hat, or whatever it is, just some just real rare, and yeah. I, it, that kind of excites me. I think yeah. that a lot of our international viewers would be just seeing everyone rock up in their team gear, going, "Fuck, this is boring." <laughs> we got NBA and NFL over here, and these blokes have. Swagger, yeah. <laughs> just rocking up. Their yeah. designers are telling them what to wear, and yeah. they're just rocking it. They're yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm going with this," yeah. and they they look stupid to us, the 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 peasants over here. But um, but gee, they they actually look good. Also, <laughs> look good, feel good, play good. Oh, you got You got to say it's, so. It's easy. It's an easy formula. You look good, you feel good. What do you reckon, Christian Petrarca is playing so well this year? Because he's sponsored by Nike. It, it's, <laughs> Nike are just feeding him clothes and the, and he's got designers telling him oh here wear this wear this yeah. he, he went to uh, the Dylan Friends podcast Dill Dil Buckley's a good friend of ours uh, <laughs> shout out to the Dylan Friends podcast uh, he did an episode there where he's wearing not, he's just wearing like this full Nike jacket and, and just these flash Nike shoes and everything and you can just tell he's just like yeah, yeah. I'm a Nike athlete oh yeah I, I'm in the same Oh, he's probably not in the same world as LeBron James. But <laughs> he, he goes to the same place as LeBron James. LeBron James probably owns that place. But <laughs> um, it's it's good to watch. Yeah. And uh, I, as much as probably it's not really AFL, and I hate rule changes in AFL, but it's it's exciting to watch. It's something you can bring in. It is. It's a good segue for our next uh, little discussion, actually, Parks. So yeah. the NBA preseason. NBA and you're losing your shit over Kyrie and KD. Oh, I have a little bit of a dark horse tip 
Kate and Kyrie, they're gonna take they're gonna take the Nets the the number one seed in the East this this uh this coming season. I know it's preseason, I know what you're thinking. Parks, don't get ahead of yourself. But gee, they look good together. <laughs> they look good. Mm. I'll tell you what, Tom, I it's good to see Kevin Durant back out in the field. Uh, in the court, sorry. Um been talking too much about cricket footy. <laughs> back on the court. Um and I think that that ex- uh, Steve, the new uh, new coach Steve Nash, uh, a really fast paced offense, really suits KD and, and Kyrie. Um, and their starting five, their starting five's good. They're missing Karis LeVert, um, but it's Kyrie, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Joe Harris, probably one of the most elite three point shooters in the game. KD and DeAndre Jordan, who's still. To this day, is one of the best defensive big men. Yeah, he's pretty ordinary on offense, but he'll give you a little bit. Of, he'll give you a pick. He'll give Kyrie that nice screen, screen and roll. It'll work. I'm excited for it, Tom. Nice, nice. I like it. I can't add too much more on this. It's uh, not exactly my forte. Um, yeah. So you'll have to. I'll have to lean on you a fair bit for the NBA chat. But the other thing that you, you couldn't miss it. Giannis making the money. Giannis is making bank, hey. I've just noticed. I've just noticed in your notes you've got Giannis making bank. He's making so much money. He's got the the largest deal in NBA history. That's I think it was two hundred twenty nine million supermax for five years. I think might be two forty three or something. Two forty three. Yeah, it was. It's large. It's large. It's large. I think. I think he had a player option at four. It may, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Um, maybe I read that wrong. But he, um, yeah, he's making a lot of money. I can't, of money. I can't remember the exact figure, but I was talking to Off Air with Keegan, and he's making something ridiculous. Well, if he goes to sleep and he sleeps for seven or eight hours, he will make like 40K in the time <laughs> that he sleeps. He will make like a base level salary going to bed and waking up yeah. every single day, every single night, like just yeah. crazy money. He is crazy he's making money. And um, look, as much as I, I think the whole of the NBA world would have loved to have seen him uh, go to somewhere else, go to Miami or something like that. No, go things, things exciting. It's good to see someone like saying, "Now I'm going to stay in the, the small market town of Milwaukee. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to stick. This is my town. Look, my town. I'm going to own this place. I'm going to get a championship here." Yeah. Uh, he's not because KD and Kyrie are going to run over him in the ass. But <laughs> but good on him for trying. <laughs> good on him for trying. Points former for trying. And I, uh, yeah, like I said, the former MVP in a small town like Milwaukee gives a town like that hope. Yeah. Yep. There's something something's going to rise out of it, so it'll be exciting to see how they go. With um, they haven't picked up heaps. They've got Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's underrated, uh, but yeah, we'll see how they go. Mm. We'll see how they go. I like it. Another another team. I'm um, I'm still looking forward to seeing how they they rat, like, shape up. Uh, is Houston? Houston uh, have been in turmoil, I guess with. The way that they're going about their off-season moves. James Harden's also, unhappy. Just quick sliding. Yeah. James Harden's chunky. Ch- no, no, no. That's that's That's... Uh, I, I was having a look at it. Um, there was a picture on Instagram that I went through. Uh, it was like, James Harden the day before. 
He's working out with that shirt off. He has abs. Okay. Yeah, he's ripped. Okay. <laughs> he's just strong. <laughs> yeah. He's a yep. strong. He's a big boy. Uh, he always has been. He's always been big bodied. Um, but he. Ah, good on him. Yeah. No. They, those clothes. I think might have just been. Maybe James. James wardrobe manager got him. Go, didn't got him quite a, get that one right. Triple uh, XL. Yeah. <laughs> on his shirt, and it's just bagging a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now Houston. Houston. Uh, they're going to be an interesting team. John Wall. Boogie Cousins looked like they were fine in uh, in preseason. It's good to see Boogie Cousins getting a gig again. Um, went to it was at the Lakers last year and well, that didn't go very well. <laughs> um, but he's back in Houston. He's playing basketball and it's good to see him working again. Uh, John Wall, same thing. Achilles injury. Good to see him back. Uh, just whether James Harden sticks around. James Harden sticks around would be an exciting team to watch if they don't. Boy, I better hope. You, if you're a Houston fan, I'm, I'm praying for you. Because you guys are going to be pretty jumped. <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, dear. Um, got much more on the NBA? Because I don't have... I've never... I'll never bring much to the NBA chat. No. I think... Uh, I think... I'll just give a few... My few little tips. Yep. Uh, so, my first one, obviously. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Number one seed in the East. Um, I don't think they'll get past the Lakers. Uh, LeBron's just too good. Kyrie's going to bring up his inner demons in there. He's he's talked a bit of smack about uh, LeBron saying it's the first time that he's ever had a teammate he feels like he can rely on in KD, uh, which is just plain bullshit. <laughs> I mean, LeBron basically carried him to a, a championship ex- I mean, don't get me wrong, and that's, Kyrie. And that's coming from Kyrie's biggest fan. I am, I am a massive fan of Kyrie. Um... And don't get me wrong, Corey is an excellent player, uh, and he hit the shot that ultimately won them the game uh, in Game Seven back in twenty sixteen. Um, but oh, LeBron James is uh, the greatest player at the moment, if not all time. Um, I'll leave that discussion up to everyone else. Uh, but yeah, no, the Lakers will beat them. Uh, AD's too good too. Uh, and then we've got, um, I'll have, I reckon, New York Knicks will be a bit of a, a playoff. Like, like an Orlando, make the eighth seed, but we'll get eliminated first round by KD and Cairo. Um, and then for the West, Portland are going to be the number two seed. I reckon that Portland are as good as they will be for a long time. Damian Lillard is probably the best point guard in the game. Um, Carmelo Anthony's playing some good basketball. Okay. Carmelo's okay. Carmelo's ha- having a good good uh, couple of years. I think he's found his place, his role. Finally, uh, he was kind of having trouble coming to grips with what his role was, but he's back. And I think he's playing some good basketball. Uh, but I'm excited. It, nice. Christmas Day looks good. Christmas Day stacked full of good games. So I'm excited for the the season to start up again. And uh, I think we'll get a little bit more on the NBA uh, for all you NBA lovers out there when it comes up. Perfect. Um, so it's a big summer of sport. Big summer of sport. Have you got much else to add as far as discussions, Parks? No, not too much. Oh, I did want to bring up one thing. Uh, the boxing. Boxing was on last night. There was a couple of main events. Uh, Paul Gallen, uh, Hunt, was Mark, yeah, Hunt? Mark, Mark Hunt? Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Um, Fat Boy won 
be fat boy too. Mm. Um, Paul Gallen's just a, a knucklehead. <laughs> um, and he's probably going to call me out for saying that because I know he's a long time listener. But he is. He's a, he's a rugby player. He's been knocked out a couple of times and then thinks he, he can fight because he punched... Um, Who's that bloke? Miles. Nate Miles. Yeah, that's the one. In State of Origin, he thinks, oh, shit, yeah, I'm on here. Uh, but he won by decision um, in the third, after this, not third round, something like that. Uh, it, three judges, oh, the three judges all scored him uh, winning by a point. It was very close. Yeah, right. Uh, a draw would have probably been a, a better decision, to be honest. Um, neither fighter stood out too much, but it is what it is. Yeah. And then Tim Tezu. Boxing world, watch out. He's the real deal. Yeah. He is, he is it. He, uh, I don't know who the name of the bloke that he knocked out, but he knocked him out the first round and it's just, it just doesn't happen very often in boxing. And he, he just goes out there and dominates and I think he lives in his old man's shadow a bit, but yeah. look he's out, exciting. Look out for Tim Zoo. Um, Tim <laughs> At this point of the pod, is where we would love to have the Holy Grail Mail yeah. uh, segment. So, look, we haven't put the shout out for our first episode, our inaugural episode, but we will for the next one. So if you've got any sports questions, any stories that you want read out in the pod or you reckon, you know, just got a bit about it. It's a bit, you know, it's a story of glory and winning and or it might be a story of just getting nowhere near the Holy Grail that you're chasing. Oh, um, we're, anything, we're anything, oh, we'll, we'll come to that. We'll come to that at some stage, I'm sure. Um, but look, we're open to reading anything out. So again, DM us at Holy Grail podcast on Insta. Um, keep liking, keep sharing. Um, we'll keep the content coming and let's just all sit back and enjoy the cricket. Go the Aussies. Go the Aussies. <laughs>